0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guests are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Togenet Radio, Togenet Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc.
1: It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good some bad but from everyone there has been something learned and now it's time to share that knowledge it's called paying it forward here these lessons learned are then paid forward to you with you paying it forward too josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother well three kids later josephine started her own company my mom knows best.com and glovie's but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on DrugUnet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Gerasi.
2: Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. And I hope everyone had a great week since our last Paying It Forward show. And um, I have some very exciting guests today that I am looking forward to introducing you to. But first, I'd like to share my pay-it-forward lesson that I had learned this week. Well, as you all know, I had that big conference a couple of weeks ago, and I um, had a very important meeting scheduled in Manhattan on Monday, and I had all my kids, you know, prepared for... You know, knowing that mommy wasn't going to be home when they got home from school. I had the sitter set. I was totally prepared for my meeting. And um, something came up where my father-in-law wasn't well. He's in the hospital. And I was really put in a tough position. I said, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Do I go to Manhattan? Do I stay home so I can be here for support for my husband and for my father-in-law? And you know what? In about 30 seconds, I made my mind up that, you know, life is very short, and as important as our businesses are, my lesson that I'd like to pay forward today is we have to try to keep our priorities in line. And with that, I realized that I needed to postpone my meeting in Manhattan, and you know what? What's going to happen? What's the worst that can happen? I just reschedule that meeting. So... I would like to pay that lesson forward. Let's try to keep our priorities in line. Okay. So with that, I am so excited to introduce some incredible guests today. Um, I'm sure there are so many moms out there listening. Do you remember when we had our first babies and we were so overwhelmed and we were sitting around the house kind of lonely, not knowing what we were doing? The baby would cry. We had no sleep. We were exhausted. And, you know, how many times can you really call your mom or your sisters and, or tell your husband you didn't really want them to think you were complaining? So um, with that in mind, we have Laura Deutsch, who is the founder and creator of Baby Bites. And Laura has created this incredible group of women that really support each other in precisely that exact situation. And um, later on, or in a few minutes, we're actually going to introduce you to Heather Oida, who is Laura's co-owner of Baby Bites as well as Kitty Bites. So with that, I would like to welcome Laura to our show. Good morning, Laura. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward because I truly believe, Laura, you and Heather, pay it forward because you probably create a lot of sanity for a lot of women out there.
0: Well, that's our hope. That's definitely our hope in creating these events for new mothers to get together. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, so Laura, I'm dying to hear your story. You have an incredible story that I'd like to share with my listeners on how you started um, Baby Bites. I know you founded that in 2007, and um, I'd love to hear about um, a little bit of, about your background and sure. what made you decide to to found, you know, Baby Bites. Okay, sure, sure, yourself.
0: absolutely. <laughs> so um, before I had kids, I was uh, a teacher for about seven years. Um, And then I got pregnant with my uh, first daughter, Ava, Um, and I had always dreamed about um, being a mom and staying at home and doing all those stay-at-home mom fun things, and I was so excited, and I had Ava, and things were great. Um, But then I realized it was a little bit harder than I thought to meet other new moms like me. I was the first um, of all my friends to have a baby. So you know, as great as, as much as I loved those women, they were they weren't you know there for me during the day when Ava wouldn't stop crying, and you know it was just different. So I did I found it a little bit difficult to to meet new other new moms, um, and then at the same time I also found something um, that that I didn't ever expect, which was um, I felt as if I needed something a little bit more um, than just being a mom, and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I realized I just felt a little something missing inside, and as much as I adored my daughter and I loved being a mother, I still felt I needed some a little something for myself, so that feeling combined with... Um, How I remembered it was difficult to meet new moms I was like you know what I'm going to put these two things together I'm going to create a way For other new moms to meet each other And that was literally the inspiration For Baby Bites Um, So I you know Came up with this cute name Actually my husband did And I said I'm going to have a luncheon I'm going to invite moms to come I'm going to have an expert guest speaker come And talk about something great Um, and, And we'll see You know we'll see what happens And um, so the big question was, well, how do I get these people to come to my luncheon? So I literally made up cards and Uh um, passed them out uh, along the streets of Manhattan for for a month or so, and and that's how Baby Bites was born. That's amazing.
2: Laura, that is – I love the idea that you decided that you loved being Ava's mom, but once you have children – Kind of the whole idea of Laura gets put on the side, and you're Ava's mom, and how you decided that you were going to go, you were going to get that Laura back. And it seems like it happens to all of us um, as far as, you know, when we have our kids, and especially um, the moms out there who had careers prior. I think it happens to a lot of us where it's not like our mind turns off. You know, we're still constantly thinking about other things because that's the way you know we were thinking for many years in our careers. And um I really do believe that's why a lot of moms do become mom entrepreneurs. So absolutely. I think you absolutely I think you did an incredible job and I think it takes a lot of guts because um I lived in Manhattan for twelve years and yeah. It's so funny to be on the street corners of Manhattan. You have no idea what you're going to run into and how you you had the courage. You had the courage to stand there and you said, you know, you had a focus, you had a goal, and you made it happen, so...
0: That's right, so, that's right, and you know, I think having um, a six-month-old daughter in tow in a stroller with me made me a lot more approachable as well. I wasn't some, you know, <laughs> random person on the street, I was, you know, this woman with a, with a baby, and um, yeah, no, it it, it was it was fun, it was fun. Oh, so,
2: so that's incredible. So now, um, so then you had Baby Bites going on for a couple of years, and then you decided to start Kitty Bites, so... Um, how did that all happen, Laura?
0: Well, Kitty Bites was actually the inspiration of my partner, Heather. Um, she emailed me uh, a little over a year ago and said, you know, hey, you know, I've always been a follower of Baby Bites. My kids are, are older now, and, you know, would you ever think of doing stuff for moms with older kids? Because my events really focus on expecting moms, new moms, and moms of toddlers. Um, so I thought it was a fabulous idea. You know, I was very, very, um, my time was taken up. So I really couldn't expand in that way. But I, you know, I met with Heather and we got along really well and she had some fabulous ideas and that's basically how Kitty Bites was born.
2: Oh, I love that story. I love the fact that Heather also had the courage to just sit down and send that initial email to you, not knowing what your response was going to be and how two forces came together to create such a strong foundation with technically almost two companies. Do you operate it as two separate companies, or are they just like sister companies?
0: They are sister companies, yes. We try to. It's a new It's a new initiative. It's been, it's been about maybe six months at this point. It's been amazing. And what we love about it is when our moms graduate, quote-unquote, from Baby Bites, we right. now have something to offer them all the way up to, you know, being a parent of a uh, 12-year-old at this point. So we, um, it's been amazing. Yeah, I always laugh, like if Heather never sent me that email, you know, we'd never, right. you know, could be partners today. So it, it, it's, I'm so happy that she did. Oh,
2: I'm so glad. So with that, Laura, I would like to introduce, introduce Heather Awita to Paying It Forward. Heather, thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks for having us. Good morning. Good morning. So, Heather, what's your take on all of this? Just from a simple email, all of a sudden you become co-owners in a business.
3: It's been such an exciting journey. And, you know, as you said, it it was a journey that I didn't predict when I sent that email. Um, And just so many things fell into place. Um, Laura and I always talk about how, how lucky we are to have met each other and, and formed this, this partnership. Uh, but what we keep coming back to is that it, it, it partnerships, um, especially I feel like with women business owners, can't be forced. It just happened so naturally. Um, we were working together just focusing on Kitty Bites and also um, a little side division of, of both Baby Bites and Kitty Bites called Webby Bites, which are some online free parenting videos that we produced. And as we were working on that, we sort of looked at each other one day and we said, what are we doing? Why are we having a separate kitty bites and separate webby bites and separate baby bites? Let's just join forces and let's let really team up on, on, this whole, on this whole thing together. Um, and it just happened that, that
2: naturally. Oh, that sounds really great. You know what? Because, um, Heather, what did you do before kitty bites?
3: I was a learning specialist for 15 years.
2: Oh, wow. You see how you both have different but similar backgrounds, kind of, right? That's With, right. With um, right. Laura being a teacher, it kind of goes together. And But you probably both have two different sets of skills that come together, and um, that's like the definition of perfect partnership in my
1: mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Definitely. So, so this is great. So now um, we're just coming up to a quick break very shortly in about 20 seconds. But before we go to that, when we come back, I would love to talk about um, any time you start a business, you always run into some challenges. So I'd love for you guys to share with us perhaps some of your challenges that you faced as well as you know some of the successes you experienced. A lot of times when we experience success, it comes out of nowhere. And I would love to know what that turning point in your business was. So, we will be back shortly with um, Laura Deutsch and Heather Oida from Kitty Bites. Thanks, guys.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi, right after these on Togginet.com. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical Thinking in the Real World with Janet Hands. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on TogiNet. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these Soul Sisters Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, part of the Her Inside Network on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire. Inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairyTaleWishes Inc.com. And for Diana, the next big zine.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Clickman and Diana Cohen. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girassi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone.
2: We're, in, we're talking about babybites.com and kittybites.com. We are lucky to have our co-owners here today. And um, I'd like to pass this question on to Laura Deutsch. So, Laura, um, since you were the original founder of Baby Bites, um, whenever we start new businesses, I know there's always so many challenges that we have to face.
0: Can you share some of your challenges with us? Yes, yes, absolutely, and um, in, in sharing some of my challenges, I hope that people listening can take away some, some sound advice as well, um, because, you know, when I started Baby Bites, to be honest with you, I didn't say, okay, I'm going to start a business, let's make up a business plan, let's do this, let's do that, it all kind of just happened. So in that, because it all just kind of happened, I just kind of took it as it came, so, um, you know, things came on, got thrown at me, and I just kind of had to react. Um, and, and that's really hard, especially when you're starting a business on your own. I was completely, you know, doing this all by myself. Um, thank God I had a very supportive husband to, to help me through all this. Um, so it, a big part for me was finding the time to actually get stuff done. Um, you know, when you, when you run a business and you start it yourself, you're everything. You're marketing, you're admin, you're scheduling, you, you do everything. So, you know, there's so much to be done. Um, and one thing that really, really saved me, and, and also because I didn't at the beginning have much child care, so I had to do this all with a six-month-old baby. So um, I came up with this idea, and I call it, um, my husband and I called it the 4 and 4 And basically what that meant was on the weekends, um, on Saturday and on Sunday, um, my husband would take my daughter Ava for four hours, um, and he would (laughs) leave me alone for four hours, literally did not communicate with me, and I used those four hours, and I banged out tons of work. And I did that on Saturday, and I did that on Sunday, and then in return... I would take Ava for hours, and he would get to do what he wanted to do. So as, as much as, you know, we all love our weekend time with our families together, mm-hmm. obviously when you're starting a big business or, or whatever, starting any business, you need time. So there has to be some type of sacrifice there. So that's how I was able to get a lot of work done. Um, so that's oh. just like a, a little tip. Yeah,
2: I absolutely love that, Laura, and I can't wait to use that on my husband. (laughs) It's great, right? Yeah, I think you really, you figured it out well. And it's kind of funny, Laura, when I first came up with the idea of Glovies, um, I had, my child was, I guess CJ, my oldest, just turned three. So that meant I had um, probably, how old was Garrett? Garrett was probably just about one, and I, I don't think I was pregnant yet at that point. But I can understand the juggling and how difficult it is to run a business when you have children. It's just um, you're constantly torn, and the idea is that, I mean, I have so much advice as far as that goes, but one of the biggest lessons that I learned was that I cannot put pressure on myself that my business should be at a different level When I'm not single, living in Manhattan, and have, you know, 15 hours a day to work on my business, reality is we have other responsibilities now. We have our families, and the idea is you've got the right idea that if you can have the uninterrupted time, then you can get, get your work done. And it's kind of funny, Laura, on my show last week, I said, okay, guys, I was like, Tell me, my listeners, that I think the light bulb finally went off. I then turned to a full-time nanny for two and a half years, and that helped quite a bit. But um, what really works for me is, now that my kids are older, is to have everybody out of the house. And when everybody's out of the house, that idea of the knock on the door, Mommy, I need this, Mommy, I want you, as much as you want to be there and do that with them, my feeling is if everybody's out of the house then um, and I have my babysitter like right now my daughter's at the library she's reading books to her and then she goes to gymnastics the idea is that you get that uninterrupted time and then when the kids come home you know what I do I shut down my office for the day I close that door and that's
0: it so that's right and you I'm, raise you raise another just what you said about, you raise a, another very important point because just like when you're starting a business you need this, you need, you crave the time um, to do it, then at the same time, you know, it gets so exciting, and you get so much that it really can take over your life, which is what I heard you say a little bit, you know, in the beginning, and... And, you know, it, it, it just with your story about making sure you have your priorities, and, and that's why, too, like, it, it, it's almost in a good way. Like, I would just get so consumed sometimes with the business because uh-huh. it was so much fun and so exciting that I had to remind myself, take a step back, you know, you're right. also a mom, make sure that you, you know, you have balance. Um, so you, that's a great, another great point that you raised in the beginning. Yeah. It's
2: tough, but now I'm just curious, Heather, how do you manage the balance also?
3: Uh, It's such a good question, and Laura and I uh, talk about this all the time because Laura's children only have known her, their mom, as being a business owner, and they know in her household that when mommy's um, upstairs in the office and the door is closed, that she basically has, quote, unquote, gone to work, and and they don't come in, and Laura gets big chunks of time um, that way. And my children, I've always worked part-time and taught and tutored, um, but my children, who are now four and eight, this was new to them when I, when I started with Laura a year ago. And, and so the balancing act has been different for me. Um, and I just have to really keep in mind what both of you pointed out, which is when they're at school, that is my work time. And I try to get as much done. And, and I, I turn off uh, my home phone I don't do any personal emails. I just focus on work. That is, it's like I'm in the office. Um, and then Laura and I both know we both, what's nice about being a mom business owners is that we both respect and honor the fact that at pickup, um, I'm basically coming out of the office. At school pickup, I'm coming out of, out of the office and I go pick up my boys. And, and Laura knows not to schedule conference calls for us during that time. And I know not to schedule conference calls for us in the morning during drop off for both of us, and, and it works. And, and the the hardest part, again, a point that both of you touched on, is being physically and mentally present when your when your office is closed, when you are when you are home. So so that means sort of making a transfer in my in my own mind. Again, the hard part of working from home is that you you're never really out of the office. So it's a mental shift um, that okay, so now my boys are home. I'm sitting with them at the table. We're eating dinner, and the only thing on my mind is how was your day, what's going on in school, and to shut off everything else. And that's, it's tricky. Again, it doesn't come naturally. I have to, I have to, I have to do a, a mental turnoff.
2: Yeah, I think that it's truly a challenge for all of us. But um, getting back to the four and four, I just love that. It's all about teamwork. It's all about communication. And I, um, I mentioned this last week, and I'll mention it again. I had Marla Tabaka, The Million Dollar Mindset. Um, she has her own radio show here on TogiNet on Mondays also. And I'll just never forget interviewing her. And she had said to me that if you have interrupted time in your office... It literally takes your mind about 2 hours to get back into that deep deep thought. So, after she said that, I the light bulb went off in my head and I was like, "Oh god, I need to really figure out a schedule where I have that uninterrupted time and, you know, it goes back to what Laura said, is that in 4 hours you could probably bang out 8 hours of work."
0: Yes. Yes, and then, of course, you can modify that 4 and 4 to 2 and 2 if that's all you could do. But, you know, our yeah. standard number was 4. But, yeah, absolutely. Okay,
2: so that sounds great. So now let's um, switch from challenges to successes. So, Laura, do you want to start with that? Can you tell us, like, when, what was your turning point? When did you stop and say, oh, my God, I have a real business on my hands. This is really yeah. working. You know, wasn't yeah, it that yeah, first meeting no. that you had, and were you sitting down in the audience looking around at these women saying, oh, my God, I can't believe everybody's really here because I pulled this together?
0: It, it, yes, it's funny you say that. So, um, you know, literally, I, I literally can remember the cab ride to my, first, um, to my first lunch, and I, you know, I didn't have, again, I didn't have childcare. So my mom came with me and Ava came with me. We all went together. <laughs> Um, um, and I had such butterflies in my stomach, and I'm thinking, I'm talking to my mom, and I said, why did I do this? What am I doing? This is crazy. <laughs> um, and it was just the craziest feeling. And um, I went, you know, and it was an amazing luncheon, and I just couldn't, just can't describe the feeling of just like, wow, exactly what you said. Like, I got these moms together. I, I put this together, and like these connections that I saw people making, um, and it was all because of this, this, you know, one lunch, and I was like, oh, my God, it was just this feeling, this adrenaline, it was unbelievable. Um, but then, okay, so then, in terms of when did I actually really feel like I had a real business, I have to be honest with you, it took me, like, three years. Like, uh-huh. every time, like, I, I I, never really believed that I'm like, wait, me? I haven't been, no, I'm just getting people together for lunch, you know? Like, it's not, right. but then when when I'd get these random emails on a daily basis from from different people who wanted to be a part of um, you know, who wanted to be a part of my group, both moms and both um, people who wanted to get in front of my group and speak at my group and uh-huh. and you know advertise their products at my group. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I really have formed a community that people want to be a part of. Um, so it really did take me a long time to sit for it to sink in. The, to that I really had a real business, and I think it's when I, when my father-in-law finally said to me, um, "Laura, you know, I think you should trademark, and I think you should do some of these things that real businesses do." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, like, that was that was the light bulb moment.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's such a great story. And Heather, how about for yourself? Um, I'm sure you felt success as soon as you probably started working with Laura, but there was probably a turning point for you too.
3: Yes, it's uh, correct. It's twofold. I mean, uh, the second I came on board officially, I, I felt like I was in this part of this this great community and this this sort of thriving business, and that's all credited to Laura and her team. I mean, she, there's the the women on the Baby Bites team are amazing, and and Laura and I look at each other every day, and we're like, well, we are so lucky to be working with these women, like. They're, they're, they're just, everybody is so good at what they do, whether it's the women that run our support groups. We have two phenomenal women that run support groups. Um, the, our social media um, woman, um, has, mm-hmm. they've, they've just been incredible. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, I, we, when we come back yeah. after the break, I'd love to talk about sort of what my sort of aha moment was. Um, oh, I and, love that. The okay, that. Heather,
2: that's wonderful. And we'll talk more about the team when we come back. Thanks so much.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi, right after these on toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life, Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Gerassi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back,
2: everyone. So here we are. We are going to ask Heather Oueda about her aha moment. Once again, we're talking to the co-owners of Baby Bites and Kitty Bites. So, with that, Heather. So, tell us. I'm dying to know what is your, what was your aha moment?
3: So, uh, so as I was saying before the before the break, you know, I was lucky enough to enter this business, and it was growing and thriving. Um, but for me, the moment where I sort of went, oh, oh my god, like this is this is really this this could be this is big, and this could be really big. Um, was recently, um, we hosted uh, a, a parenting summit called the Mommy Bites Summit, and it was something that had never really been done in Manhattan before. There's a lot of baby trade shows and baby baby showers and and stuff like that, and they're great, and they and and they all do really well, and they're and they're well run. And Laura and I sort of looked at each other one day, and we said, "Should we try something different?" And again, going back to sort of, you know trying new things and it being scary, but we decided to go for it. So we decided to do a parenting summit, um, and we had it at Columbia University, and we had, uh, how many speakers? Nine, nine different talks going on, um, and women could choose. It was for expectant moms, through moms with school-age kids. They could choose a bunch of different talks. We had a great keynote speaker, Dr. Hallowell, um, who's who's, um, been on Oprah a bunch of times and written some fantastic books and We had uh, over 50 vendors with all really cool, again, not just baby products, not just kid products, products for women, products for entrepreneurs, services for entrepreneurs, services for for women. Um, And we didn't know what would happen. And, you know, it was was uh, in May, and we ended up having, you know, close to 300 women there. And I remember looking out in, in the audience and during the vendor time and going, like, wow, we, we tried something scary and different. I mean, I didn't sleep for two months leading up to this with all the thinking, all the what if, what if we, this goes wrong, what if this goes wrong? And it all came together. And the vibe in that room of women wanting to, yes, have a good time and shop and meet other moms and connect, but also wanting to, like, just step it up with their learning and their parenting and... Uh, we didn't know if the parenting talks would be full or not. You know, if you have a bunch of vendors, we didn't know, gosh, are there going to be one, one person attending these great lectures? And uh, would people just want to continue to shop and drink wine? But they were
0: packed,
3: and they were packed throughout the night. So oh, for wow. me, that was really my, my moment where I thought, this is, this is amazing.
2: And, you know, I look at all of this information that you're providing for all of these parents as a form of paying it forward because they're just learning to be better parents. I mean, what could be more important than that to give the best for our children? And I really, I just, I love the whole concept of your whole entire company. I think it's great. So, all right, let's move forward a little more and... Um, I would love to talk about social media. Laura, we'll start with you. How are you guys doing with social media? I know that you have your Facebook. I'm part of I tweet with you guys. You, I know you're very active as far as that goes. Has it helped increase awareness of your business?
0: You know, social media has been a very big step for us. It's very, I have to admit, it's very intimidating, and it can be very scary for people who are not participating in it, but we've found that if you are going to be part of a business, it's really just the wave of the future. Um, and so I knew we just kind of had to jump in and go for it. Um, so um, Facebook to me seemed the most, um, I, I could understand that the most. So I started with Facebook um, and I started to you know, get some groups going. I started to figure it out. Um, and what, what I decided to do was offer a weekly raffle to all my Facebook members. Um, and all they had to do to enter a raffle was answer a cool mommy question. So not only could you be entered into a raffle, but then you could see answers to all these great questions and, and learn from them. And, and that really took off. And the, the Facebook started to grow. Um, and I think we were over 1,000 members at this point. Um, wow. But then it was time to take on Twitter. And Twitter was, was again, yes. was before you go on it, it can be very intimidating. Um, so, you know, Heather and I, we have so much going on. We're so busy, and we know that these things take a certain amount of time to do. So we actually decided to bring um, someone who's been on our team on board and to kind of help us out with our social media. And she absolutely loves it, and um, she, we, we have been making these connections that we never would have made had it not been for this. I mean, it's just, it's, it's it, you can grow exponentially by doing it. So as scary as it is, it's worth figuring it out. It really is. You could take it slow, but it's worth figuring it out.
2: Oh, that's great advice. Okay, wonderful, Laura. I happened to, um, I wanted to talk about your team. So I jumped to social media before bringing back the concept of your whole team. And um, I would love to know how you started. My whole thing, Laura, is... Hiring your first employee is like jumping over the biggest hurdle any small business can can take on and um, I'd love to know how that all worked out for you
0: Yes, so you know when you first start you most know, you know if you don't have a partner, you are on your own, and it just I just knew something had to change I mean I was taking on way too much and um Basically, I, you know, I, I had a, a talk with what, with my, my my very first advisor, who happened to be my mother, um, and we, you know, <laughs> had this talk, and I'm just like, I, I can't do this alone, but I'm very, like, I'm scared. I want it to be done my way, and I want it, you know, like, no one can do it like I can do it. And, you know, and, and her advice to me was, like, you know, how how can you grow by yourself, though? It's like you have to take that leap. You just have to. Um, and, and so that was the, you know, that was my philosophy once I started bringing on people, and, you know, it's I do feel that when you meet with someone that you potentially need to get on board, I do feel that instinctually you, you could kind of know um, if it's a good fit for you. Um, I do also um, suggest, you know, taking all the legal actions that you need to before taking someone on, like having them sign some type of non-compete and, you know, something like that to protect yourself, but... Bringing people on board and bringing not only people on board, great people on board, is really, really how I got to be where we are today. Like, I could not have done it. I mean, you just, you can't. And everyone brings in different um, expertises. Like, me, here I am, I thought I could do everything and I could do it all. But you know what? I've had people on board now who do things certain things better than I do certain things, yeah. and I'm so happy. So,
2: yeah, yes. I agree with you. I think hiring people that are better than you in certain areas is key to running a really successful business, and the whole idea as a business owner, and Heather, you might agree with us here also, is that um, you have to know what you know, and you have to know what you don't know. And I think that as a business owner, that can be a little tough sometimes because, you know, sometimes we think we know it all. I know that has happened to me. And I had a um the light bulb went off for me a couple of weeks ago. And I said, gosh, you know what? I do know business. I have tons of experience starting uh new companies. I started three new companies. So I I know how to do all that, but you know what? My Glovey is is a retail product and I'm really not that familiar with getting, I mean, my product is now on um, some retail stores, but I have a a lot to learn as far as that goes. So it's so important to know what you know and know what you don't know and what you don't know to turn to the, you know, experts out there and hire the right people. So Heather, I'm sorry, go ahead. Is that uh, you, Laura? Sorry, I was just going to say that I completely agree with that. And then
3: to bring it one step further is, once you commit to hiring someone that you know is an expert in their field, like you bring them on because they're, they're amazing. And, and then the next step is if they say something or do something that you know that they know because that's their area of expertise but is out of your comfort zone. Uh-huh. For example, for, for, for Laura and myself, it was the whole social media. You know, We hired a, a, um, consultants to help us bring our social media to the next level. And we hired them because – they're good they know their stuff they have a track record that's why we hired them and we trust them so but they, when they were saying things to us that we again as Laura said the whole social media thing is scary that were scary to us we and we were resisting 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 you know finally we, we had to say to ourselves like we hired them because they're good now let's let's find a balance between you know keeping the core of our business you know true but also not being afraid to, to listen to what they're saying. So I think yeah. that's sort of important to keep, keep on board when, when you, you, you hire people and take on people.
2: Oh, I love that, Laura. That's so important. So as the business owner, it kind of goes to the fact that, you know, that's working on your business as opposed to working in your business. So you hire the experts to come in, but you're working on your business, meaning you're managing those experts to make sure that they're representing what you believe in. Exactly. I mean, Laura and I say that
3: say that all the time to each other. We, I think, Laura would agree that we we part of what's nice about our partnership is that we remind each other of that um, on a regular basis.
2: Oh, that's great. Okay, Heather, that's great. I'm sorry, I thought you and Laura were there for a minute. It's so funny when you're on the radio, you're not looking at each other. So I'm trying to go by your voices. So, Heather, that was great. <laughs> Um okay, so now that you have your team, so tell us more about your team, so who else did you hire so you have social media who's taking care of like ugh, I call it the ugly stuff, the books and all of that Oh this is actually an interesting
3: this is this is Heather, and i 'll jump in if you okay. don 't mind, Laura um, this is actually an interesting an interesting story we um I, I met a woman um, through um, a company called In Good Company, which is uh, a workspace for entrepreneurial women here in Manhattan. And one of the women I met there, um, her name is Sarah Leah, owns a company called Secretaries in Israel. And basically, she there's what she found living in Israel is that there are there's a huge um, expat community out there um, with really really smart smart women. Um, that for whatever reasons can't work through um, the regular channels. So she started a company that actually ha- has hot, really, really qualified, super smart American women um, that, that do admin from virtually from Israel. So we have, um, her name is Hillary, we have Hillary, and she does all our admin from Israel. And Laura and I always joke that we love it because it's, because of the time difference, at night we can send a to-do list, and it feels like our business never sleeps because when we wake up, it's done.
2: Oh, that's amazing. I love that idea. So if any of my listeners want to try to get in touch with them, how would we do that?
3: Um, the name of the company is, is uh, Secretaries in Israel, and okay. they have a website. Uh, I think it's www.secretariesinisrael, um, and the owner is, is Sarah Leah Goodmick, and, um, and they're amazing. It's an amazing group. Oh, and I to give that.
0: Heather to give Heather credit, this was all because of Heather. When Heather, I never had <laughs> really a, an assistant like that. Like I was everything, and that was very. And when she came on and, and she started to see this administrative stuff that I was doing, she was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like within one within within one month of having Heather on board, we had Hillary, and it was the best thing that we ever did. It really it, is. It, and it, it, we we always say um, that it's. What the amazing
3: sort of tangible thing that we learned once we freed up time was that it it actually doubled our our, um, traffic to our website because it freed us up to be more creative.
2: Oh, that's great. I love the story. This is wonderful. Okay, we'll be back shortly for our last segment of Paying It Forward.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi right after these on Toginet.com. Exploring the world from the kitchen counter. It's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Fridays at noon eastern 11 a.m. central on toginet.com part of the Her Insight Network. Margaret is a busy mom, an accomplished writer, a former banker, and a woman with a heart for charity. Margaret believes the kitchen is more than just the heart of the home. It's the heart of the world, and food is the universal language. Join Margaret each Friday at her kitchen counter as she chats with authors, chefs, doctors, bankers, publishers, artists, and many other interesting people who will not only share what's going on in their lives and professions, but who also will share their favorite recipes. Now, being an adult orphan has touched and changed Margaret in ways beyond measure, yet she turned it into something positive with Pearl Girls. For more information on Margaret and her passion for cooking and charity, check out her website, margaretmcsweeney.com, and her blog, From Finance to Fiction, at blogspot.com. Come hungry for more than just food, it's food for the soul. Fridays, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, it's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. with Green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday. You'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com.
2: Welcome back, everyone. Heather, I wanted to say thanks again for that great information about the secretaries in Israel.com. I'm sure a lot of my uh, listeners are probably going to look that up because we can all use an extra hand around the office. So that's great. Now, before we get started with our very last segment, and I'm sorry it went so fast, guys, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> But, um, Laura, could you please, um, once again, let everybody know how they can get in touch with you and Heather on your websites?
0: Sure, sure. Well, our website is um, www.babybites.com, um, and the same with kittybites.com. And, and, and my email address is laura at babybites.com, and Heather's is heather at kittybites.com. Um, so it's, it's, you know, all you could do is log onto the website, go into the contact us and it's all there.
2: Oh, that's perfect. And then Heather, would you like to just tell us maybe about some upcoming events that, you know, you'd like to get people to go to? Sure, sure. Um,
3: we're, we're very excited, uh, because in addition to our regular in-person events, um, as, as Laura mentioned, we have, um, regular support groups, uh, for women, whether you're an expecting mom, new mom. We have an entrepreneurial group. Um, We have virtual support groups. Uh, We have um, support groups for moms with children with special needs. Um, So we have tons of great support groups. We do luncheons. Um, We have seminars in the evening. Kitty Bites um, has monthly seminars, again, um, for children of school age. Uh, and that's all available. You can if, sign up free for, for our for our newsletter, and you'll receive all that. But I know a lot of your listeners are not based in Manhattan, so our new initiative this year is to really create a community um, that's national. And we, we already have members from all over the country. Um, and ha- how we've done that is to provide a lot of online content. So uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, we have um, – Webby Bites, which are free parenting videos that our experts taped um, for us that are all done, you know, they're, they're professional, they're pleasant to look at as well as listen to. Um, and they have all um, PDFs that you can download, highlights of their talks, and they have great websites and resources. We have that. We have a monthly free webinar on all different topics such as potty training, um, infant sleep, uh, toddler discipline, and... Um, We have uh, a blog where experts write in, and you can ask questions, um, and that goes on. We have our our raffle, our weekly raffle with questions. Laura, am I missing anything? (laughs) No, I think you did
0: a great job. Good job. Oh, very
2: good, Heather. That's so great. I'm so glad. All right, so now that we know how to contact you guys and we know about upcoming events, and um, let's talk about advertising. Do you guys spend any money on advertising?
0: So it's interesting, you know. It, it, it took us, you know, baby bites really, really, really grew so organically and and from what we call word of mom. I mean, it, it just I didn't do paid advertising. I don't. I mean, for years till after I started, um, and and we've been finding what like, we've done recently in the past year. We've tested the waters a little bit. And to be honest with you, we've just found that, that we, it, you don't necessarily get so much more return as much as you do from the word of mom. Um, so we're not, you know, we, we don't, we, we're not big on, on paid advertising yet. Um, perhaps once we start growing nationally, maybe that would be something that's in, in the future, but we just find that the, 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 the organic, the grassroots, the moms talking to other moms is really how, how we've grown. And yeah. just to just to piggyback on what Laura said,
3: um, baby bites and and now recently kitty bites have been featured on on places such as the Today Show and Dr. Oz and um, the Nightly News with Chuck Scarborough and Laura was just on a panel um, a big panel for for Moms at Twitter and all this fun stuff and everybody is always asking us so who does your PR and mm-hmm. they laugh because the answer is nobody our moms are our PR and all our moms are, you know past Pass on the word to either their companies or corporations, other moms. Um, so it's and, and and it's it's really fun to see that to see that work.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Is it just I get so excited every morning when I turn on my computer. I'm like, okay, you never know what's sitting in that email box, <laughs> and it's so much fun when you get you know an invitation to do you know one of the morning shows or you know, the phone rings, I'll never forget with the phone ringing, and it was the producer of ABC Nightline News, and he's like, hi, this is Max, the producer of ABC Nightline News. I mean, what was I supposed to say on the other end of the phone? (laughs) I almost fell off my chair, and I was like, oh, hi, Max, how are you today? So it is very, very exciting, and I think you guys are doing an incredible job, because you, I feel like every time I turn around, I see more information about you guys, and um, it's great. It's great. And I have to thank Jill Starshevsky who had recommended that I have you guys on my show. Oh, I course, love Jill. Jill. Oh, yeah. I love her. She's amazing, and she wrote the book, My Body Belongs to Me, that um, is incredible. And actually, she has her own radio show on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock, so um, and you'll have to because- tune in to Told me as, just
3: to give a, a shout-out to Jill, we she actually um, was a speaker at one of our most popular Kitty Bite seminars, and the title was My Body Belongs to Me, and uh, for those of you, it's on Amazon, My Body Belongs to Me, her book, and it it will change the conversation you have with your children about body protection and stranger awareness.
2: Yeah, I mean, she's amazing, right? Amazing. I'm yeah. So Jill and I are pretty close, and we kind of keep each other. Um, we're sounding boards for each other, and um, we created our own little support system. <laughs> and I just love Jill so. Um, so that's Jill. So everybody, tune in tonight at nine o'clock and listen to her show. <laughs> All right. So um, the show's going really quick. We're getting ready to wrap up, but before we do that, so I'd like to ask both of you. We'll start again with Laura. So, Laura, can you share with us some secrets on how to run a, a company as smoothly?
0: So, so yeah, so let me, two things that I'd love to, to, to share with the audience, um, one more on the actual business part and one more just on emotional well-being, um, but one thing that I happen to have learned the hard way, um, and, and I think it's because I sometimes can be a little bit too trusting, is... Before you hire anyone to do anything, like your website or your logo or anything that's, you know, going to be somewhat of an investment, um, I really, really strongly suggest interviewing at least three different people, um, even yeah. if you love the first person. Even if you love the first person, it never hurts just to compare with prices. You just never know. I have to admit that I've been a little bit burned in the past, um, with, you know, meeting people and just hiring them right off, the, right off the bat. So it takes a little bit more work in the beginning because, you know, you think, oh, good, I'm done, I found my person, but it's really, really worth it. Um, and then the other thing that I've found now that, you know, I've you know been in the business for four years now and I've only really known to have a business and also be a mom at the same time is, you know, the whole balancing work in motherhood, you know, when you're a mom, you have that extra challenge. Like you said, we're not, you know, these single people living in the city who have no responsibility except to tend to our business. You know, we really, we have kids and we have a family. Um, so my other advice is to really, like, stay true to your urges to be with your children when you feel them. So, for instance, if you're just feeling, you know, you're, it feel as if your inside kind of tells you if you you know, need to be with them more. And if that's the case, Take a break, whether it be for an hour, whether it be for a day, and just be with, just be with your kids, be with your family, um, and that will energize you again uh, to go back to, to the business side. So those are my two pay-it-forwards for today.
2: Oh, gosh, I really love that, Laura, and I'm sure my listeners will put that into action. So that was great. Heather, I would love to hear what you, um, what you would like to share as far as your paying-it-forward lessons.
3: So again, my two my two
2: paying 4s for is I'll, I'll copy
3: Laura. I'll do one business and one emotional. Um, my business one, um, it, no, let me start with the emotional. My emotional one is that to, to when you have a conversation as your children get o- older about your work, um, be, be be true and honest about it. I I sometimes hear moms on the street like when they're saying goodbye to their children at drop off. I know I'm so sorry, mommy has to go to work and. And and making it sound like it's 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 bad. And for some women, I understand it's not necessarily a, a choice. There's economic reasons. Um, but I would just urge moms, whatever your reason, to to think about the the dialogue because children really pick up on that. And so if you say, yeah, you you know, work is your school, um, a school is your work," and mommy goes to work and. Um, mommy always comes back, and I'll see you at the end of the day and sort of keep it upbeat. And, you know, I always tell my children, and my kids actually love talking about my work now. You oh, know, Mommy, did you, what's what parenting seminar did you go to, and what'd you learn? And because I, I tell them all the time, I love, I love being a mom too, but I also love working. Um, yeah, I,
2: I think that's great, Heather. You, I just kind of giggled because. Like, today is Wednesday. My kids will come home from school and say, So, Mom, who is your guest today? Exactly. <laughs> I, getting your children involved in your business is super, super important, even if it means naming three little penguins after them. E- each of my child has their little penguin with their name. Because, oh, I love it. What a good yeah, idea. I needed to let them know they were part of the business. Okay, so, Heather, then um, share with us your business lesson learned.
3: Uh, my business lesson learned is to is to... Write down the mission of your business and keep coming back to that. I feel like as a business grows, you can be pulled in a lot of different directions. Laura and I are emailed and asked all the time to, oh, have you thought about doing this type of event or this type of seminar? Or I'm so-and-so and I own this business. Can I come speak in front of your moms? And Laura and I always call each other now and we go through a checklist. You know, does it provide support for our moms? Does it provide a good resource? Does it bring them together? Does it provide a community? And if and if the answer is no to even one of those, uh, we, we're not afraid to say no anymore. We, we just say that that's not, that's not true to our mission going forward. And that's a hard sure. thing to do.
2: I love it. But you know what? You have to do exactly what you said. Keep the focus. Because right. if you start having guests that are not, you know, within your focus and your business, then... Um, You know, you might start disappointing people, and that's not the goal here. The goal is the complete opposite. And I love the fact that if you have to turn away people, you turn away people. Um, And I think that's wonderful. But, oh, gosh, we're coming up on the very end of our show. But I wanted to thank both of you so very, very much. And um, that's Laura Deutsch and um, Heather O'Wida. From baby bites and kitty bites, and coming up next on our show is Tracy Bisson from the um. She'll be announcing the winners of her business baby shower. So Tracy's wonderful, and you know I've always talked about her. She's the owner of the Mom Entrepreneur Support Group. So that's coming up next. Thanks again, Laura, Thank and thanks Heather, and apart. see
1: you guys Thank next you week. For Thank you for having us. Thank you. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,